Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Time to talk some motorsport. In fact, I think we rise as one. Get your motor running. And this is for uh, Luke King, motorsport champion, finished fourth in the TCR Australia Series after such a challenging weekend at Bathurst. And, Luke, I'll start with the question I asked you yesterday. Is there just a love-hate relationship with the mountain for you after what unfolded last weekend? Mate, I, I think there is with uh, with most drivers who go up to the mountain. Unfortunately, sometimes the uh, the gods are with you, and, and sometimes they're not. And they uh, they certainly weren't with us last weekend. But uh, we we made it through, mate. And I'm I'm just thankful we finished that final race in good form. Hey, let's start with the qualifying, which some of our listeners may or may not have seen. But uh, you were lucky not to roll it. You told me yesterday you actually put the handbrake on, and you thought momentarily that was a bad decision talk us through that moment at what about 260 270 kilometers an hour yeah yeah the tcr cars are doing between 260 and 270 through the chase and that was actually just after we'd made it into the top 10 shootout for tcr so that was my first flying lap and we were about three tenths up on uh, on chaz mozart's time at that point so it was, it was the lap was looking good enough to put us in the top four and I've, I've come into the chase as committed as anything, and I've probably gone about five metres past my normal brake marker. So mega committed, um, jumped on the brakes, and the car just didn't stop. So um, as I sort of approached the chase and the apex of, of that corner, I thought um, I've seen people nose over the gravel trap there before and make it to the fence. So I thought I'll, I'll pull the handbrake, bit of a parachute, try and spin myself around and wipe off some speed. And uh, as it spun and hit the grass, I was thinking that uh, milk was a bad choice that, that day because it looked like the, the car, well, it felt to me like the car was going to flip. Um, but luckily, yeah, the, uh, the hand of God just came down and, and settled us back into the gravel, which uh, was pretty lucky. Yeah, I dare say, mate, that's the, probably the last place on earth that you want to not have your brakes working, coming down that uh, straight there and heading into the chase. Uh, but obviously you handled it well, mate, and uh, congratulations on a good season. I know you're disappointed with how it all played out for you, but um, a great season nonetheless. Uh, you're talking about the uh, the racing gods. Um, they were certainly shining for Chaz Mostert, your uh, teammate, because he was not only outstanding in the Audi car, but also what he did uh, in the big race was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, no, big, massive congrats to, to Chaz and his engineer, Adam DeBora and all the team at, at Walkinshaw. They... Um they did a mega job over the weekend. I don't think I've seen such a faultless weekend from, from a supercar team up there. They were top three in, in pretty much every session of the weekend. Um, it was it was interesting watching Chaz in the TCR because there was obviously a bit of pressure on him to try and seal off the, the championship by race one. Um, and when I when, when we were in our second practice, or sorry, our first practice session, and I'd seen Chaz had put the Audi into the fence, it kind of... You know, it was both good and bad for us because I, I obviously had more of a sniff of the, the championship at that point and, and that was an, a, a time we could have taken advantage of it. But there was also the uh, the fact that we were the only Audi left in that session because our, uh, our German counterpart, Chris Meads, was also um, 
trapped in, in isolation um, when, on his way out here. So we were the sole Audi out of out of three cars in uh, in practice two and, and qualifying. And um, yeah, I think we, we all did a good job to rally together and uh, and bring home a good result for the team. Hey, Luca, just tell us. You you told me yesterday for MBN about how Chaz hit the wall, but give our listeners an insight into what a fine line it is on the racing line. Yeah, so I, as you come up into that mountain section, it's pretty much like there's only one line, and, and you can see when, like, Brody Kostecki made an absolutely amazing pass across the top of the hill there in, in the 1,000, but you need, like, it, it's circumstantial as to whether you can actually make a pass there at, at that point. So when you go up there, especially for a qualifying lap, you're using pretty much every inch of road. So you need to be as wide as you can on the entry to a corner to be able to, to give yourself enough room to turn through and carry speed. So um, basically there was some oil slick that had been dropped by um, some cars in a previous session. And it looked like to me that they'd just run out of sawdust to, to chuck on the road up there and they'd left a patch of a strip of oil just long enough at the turn-in point. So when you load up the car at that point, it was, it was slippery on the outside. So I kind of... As I said to you yesterday, I'm committed to just not using that part of road for, for that session. Um, and I think Chaz was, was the first one to really venture out there and see if there was any grip. And sure enough, there was no grip. And as soon as he turned in and loaded the car up, it just it swiftly uh, escorted him into the, the concrete barrier and um, caused a, a lot of damage to the rear of that car. And it actually put the drive shaft through the gearbox. So um, the boys had to replace the gearbox overnight. And, I think they are up till about 4 a.m. to get that car ready for qualifying. Hey, Luke, you said to me yesterday, now, I don't know whether this was cone of silence, but you know, everything is usable on the air. Uh, did, you feel like, did, did you feel like TCR Australia made a, maybe the wrong decision to go to Bathurst as a double header with the supercars? Do you feel like all year you've been standalone and suddenly you felt like you might have been second fiddle? Yeah, I, I think, like, I've been, like, fairly vocal on that before. I think, you know, TCR needs to stand on their own two feet there. It's its own brand, and I think it does well. It's, it's got its own category, like, it's got its own followers and fans. So I think we we all needed to band together to get up to the 1000 weekend and, and have have an event for the fans. But um, certainly the, the supercars took over that weekend and, and we were very much a, a support category. Um, I think most of our races got cut short, which is, is not ideal. Um, it's not what, what our sponsors signed up for, but um, I think it was it was good at least that we got up there for the weekend and we were able to, to get in front of some fans before the year was out um, in what's been such a, such a poor year in terms of uh, uh, being able to carry out sporting events like, like the 1000. Yeah, Luke, i got to say, mate, the the big race didn't disappoint, uh, and it never does, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, the trials, the tribulations, uh, the highs, the lows that go on for that six hours that the race is on. Uh, it was just fantastic to see, um, you know, the success that, you know, what the race brings. And, uh, you know, again, we touched on it earlier, but Chaz was outstanding. Uh, he's... Uh, teammate Lee Holdsworth was uh, brilliant as well. But first but, win, yeah, they did, they didn't miss a trick, mate, at any stage. They were just phenomenal, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you're right, touching on Lee as well. I mean, he's he's been a great competitor for us in in TCR this year. Um, but he was a faultless as a co-driver and really fast as well, which is a pretty lethal combination. Um, they do call him Lethal Lee, so uh, he lived up to his name on, on the weekend. 
but I, I think you've got to look back at, at Walkinshaw's time at the, the Port Sydney events that we had prior to Bathurst because they were absolutely nowhere in, on some of those weekends and it really looked like the team was struggling. And I've, I've got a feeling that they were actually using those four Sydney events as a, as a test weekend to get ready for the 1,000. Um, I know Chaz and Adam are pretty st- strategic like that with calf set up, so it wouldn't have surprised me if uh, if they'd put a, a bit of work in and sacrificed some of the, the, the results of those Sydney events to make sure they had exactly the package that they needed to go up and uh, pretty much destroy everyone at the 1,000, which is, is what they did. Uh, Lightning... Formula One, it is on. Hamilton up against Verstappen. Who wins? Oh, mate, it's it's a hard one to pick. I um, my my gut says go with with Hamilton. He's he's been there before. He's, he's done it. He's seen it all, and and he's certainly playing the the championship game right now. But uh, I think with the unpredictability of, of Max at the moment, like you just don't know what's going to happen in this championship, and. For all we know, they could both go skating into each other at, at turn one and, and Max wins the championship by taking Lewis out. It's, it's happened before. We've seen it with Senna and Frost in, in Japan. So uh, yeah, we're in for a historic weekend, that's for sure. Luke, can I ask you, if that happens, right, how will that be yep. seen by people? Right, the public, the media, the officials, right? If Verstappen right. just runs straight into Hamilton... Takes him out, takes both of it, takes each other out. How will that be perceived, and how will it be seen, mate? Because it wouldn't be good for the sport. It's, no, no, we we want this to be decided on track. Um, I, I think it needs to be a, a duel out for the entire race. You know, best best team with the best pit stop. Um, you know, most reliable car, best racer should should win this weekend. Um, if, if it was to happen like that, Michael Massey, our Australian race director, who we've heard a lot from um, over the telecast on Formula One, who, who's been getting hounded by Mercedes and Red Bull, has already come out and said that if there's, there's anything untoward that goes on throughout the weekend, he actually has the power to exclude someone from the championship. So mm. I think it's... Um, yeah, the, the warning has been put out there nice and early before the cars have even hit the circuit this weekend. So I think if we see anything like that go on, Buttes, um, there will be championship ramifications that, that come from it. So, you know, they'll be they'll be approaching it cautiously and it'll be, if one of them takes the other out, it'll be at their own risk because the, the risk of, um, of losing the championship by doing something like that is, is pretty real. Yeah. yeah, the uh, the highlight for me is Daniel Ricciardo winning this year at Monza. Uh, absolutely yep. sensational. Hey, Luke, you've got about 45 seconds. Just tell us how proud you are that you're the, you're the man that's come through everything from Toyota yep. 86s to TCR Australia, and you really are there flying the flag for the Central Coast for the first time really since Mark Scaife. Yeah, thanks, Steve. It's uh, it is pretty cool. It's it's, a, it's been a dream come true for for us uh, this year, but also the the journey that we've been on, and you and and Butes and and everyone on in the Central Coast media has been on it with us, helping to to push through. Um, where at the moment we're talking to some of the team owners from Audi in Germany for the World Touring Car Championship and trying to make some headway over there. So. You know, I would have never thought that we'd be able to make it this far with the, the challenges that you face in motorsport with the, the funding that you need and sponsorship and all that sort of stuff. So 
um, yeah, you're right, mate. I'm just really proud that we've, we've managed to make it this far and we're actually punching above our weight against guys like Chaz and, and doing the coast proud. Yeah, good on you, mate. We've got to go. Thanks, Dan.